Hello, welcome to today's um, broadcast. This is part four of our four-part transformation series. And today I'm really, really excited to speak to two individuals from Hip Realty. Um, today we have Tammy Slay and Jamie. I'm sorry, Jamie, what's your last name? Finlayson. Okay. So I have Tammy and Jamie on with me today. So Jamie, why don't you tell us a little bit about Tammy and Tammy, you tell us a little bit about Jamie just as a brief intro. Okay. I'm happy to do that. So, um, this is Tammy Slay. She's a broker owner of hip realty group and, um, been in the business for a long time and just a, uh, a real power powerhouse agent. Perfect. <laughs> and Tammy, tell us who Jamie is. All right. Jamie is one of my amazing, if I can't say because other people might listen, but she may be my best sales partner on the team. So she's an amazing lady. She does a lot for the team outside of even her position within a sales partner. Known her for a long time as well. And grateful she decided to be a part of my team and come join me in this business. She's fabulous lady. She's a rock star. She's energetic. She's influential. And you'll see, you'll, you'll get to know her through this. You'll awesome. Okay. So one of the reasons why I was so excited to talk to you today, Tammy, is because, um, you've been in the business for 13 years ish, something like that. And you have mm -hmm. had your own brokerage for about a year and a half, but you have a really mm -hmm. interesting story about your brokerage and about relaunching your brokerage. So um, why don't you just take it from the top for us? Tell us a little bit about the last 18 months of your life. <laughs> All righty. It's been a lot of fun. So I have been in the business for um, just a little over 13 years. And about two years ago, I was approached by my previous broker who was moving out of state and he offered to sell me the business and said, if you'd like to take over, I can sell you the business and then you would be the broker of the company. So I did that and I bought that business. And shortly after that, I started taking more business courses and had a conversation with someone about core values. And we didn't have any core values in that previous company. And so through the development of deciding what our core values were, we decided that we were no longer going to be the previous company name, that we we're going to launch a brand new company with a brand new name based upon our core values. And how that came about was the values of honor, integrity, perseverance. And then we had happening after that. So <laughs> HIP was just born out of honor, integrity, and perseverance. And we're kind of a happening group of lady that we like to think, or ladies that we like to think of. And so HIP Realty Group was born. And we officially launched it January 1st of 2018. And through that, we started just with very small people. Now we have eight. So we have eight on our team. Whereas about two years ago, it was just me. Yeah. Just you. And then, um, so when you launched the new brokerage, how many, well, let's just start with taking over the brokerage from your previous broker owner. How many agents were at the brokerage at that time? When he left, there were six. Okay. And by the time I made the decision that I would be staying on, 
the others had already been out and interviewed with other brokers. And so they had already left by the time I said, yes, I'll buy it. So when I bought it, it, and it's always been a boutique brokerage. And so by the time I bought it, there was really just clients and Supra. That's mm. about it. Not, not much else. So what? So just me. Yeah. So why, why did you want to start your own brokerage rather than move somewhere else and start up with another broker owner somewhere? <laughs> well, um, I, I wanted to be the boss. Can I, does that make me sound bad? No. Uh, even in the position that I was in before, I was alone. I, even though I was technically a broker agent, I didn't report to anybody. He was a very hands-off broker and amazing man, but nothing where I felt like I had um, an overhead always, you know, helicopter. I, I went and interviewed with other companies and other teams. It, they wanted to put me in a position where I would prove myself to them. And I felt I was above and beyond that. And they saw my client or they knew of my number of client base and my number of sales. And they really wanted that. And I wasn't quite as convinced with their way of working their business that it would be best for my clients. Mm. That makes a lot of sense. So then, um, how did you then go about, you start, you said you started doing some business coaching. Um, who did you start mm -hmm. coaching with? I started coaching with Workman Success Systems. Okay. And that started you down the path of you. The first thing you mentioned was your core values. Is that where you started? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Yep. And how long did that process take? I'm just totally curious here. It took, we started with Workmen in, I think, middle October of 2017. Mm -hmm. And by the time January 1st happened, we had our core values in place. We had our mission statement. We had our taglines. We had our business structure because I had two agents with me, Jamie and one other at that time with that previous brokerage that I had recruited in. And they were set up on a broker or a broker agent <coughs> kind of commission structure and business structure. And we changed to a team setting. So it went from middle of October to January 1st. It was a busy time. But wow. between that time period, we came up with core values and decided that we're going to relaunch a whole new company with a whole new name, a whole new business model, new marketing plan, everything. Wow. So that was a lot of work, but it must have been exciting at the same time. Very exciting. Yeah. So when you are, mm -hmm. when you're coming up with these plans for your new brokerage, I mean, I know we, we always want to stay positive when we're thinking about the future, but how much of what you came up with in your core values and your business plan was as a result of things that you saw other people do as mistakes, <laughs> things that you didn't want to do? Did that play into it or? Oh, I, it did a little bit, especially as I, prior to that, when I went and interviewed with other teams and other companies and got a, more insight into the way they were running their companies, I saw a lot that I didn't want to do. We're very focused on first impressions. 
So everything is built around our first impression. Our marketing pieces are built around first impression. Our um, onboarding is built around first impressions. Our recruiting is built around first impressions. Our listing presentations, everything is built around when they are experienced hip realty in any kind of experience, whether that be a postcard all the way to seeing us in person. What is that experience like? I take it very um, importantly, or I, the importance of what experience is the seller gonna receive when we market their home, they need to get that from the very beginning. So whatever our marketing is to convert sellers, it's the same image as the same layout that we would use when we market them. So they should be approached in the different marketing aspects or different marketing keys. I'm, I'm probably not saying this right, but the different marketing than what we would use when we list the property. Same with the buyer. If we're out there trying to convert buyers and recruit buyers for our company, the experience that they're going to get with that, it's laid up from the very beginning. Everything is really from first impressions. I wasn't very excited with first impressions that I saw within other teams and with other companies. It was very similar. There was a lot of copycatting. I didn't see any pieces that were different and unique to anyone that I interviewed with. Hmm. It's a long answer for one question. <laughs> well, so what is it that makes you different? I, this is a question for both of you. What what do you what are you most proud of that makes you different? I want to have I want to hear Jamie's answer on that. I want to put her on the spot. I think that what makes us different is um, just that what we exude out to people, what we put out there. Um, we don't, if you get a postcard from us, it is not, we're not in suits. We're not, we don't have our, our arms crossed. We're not being in front of even a house necessarily. Um, you see our personalities come through in our marketing pieces. Um, and, and those core values come through in those marketing pieces. So um, just an example for Christmas, our Christmas postcard that went out, we all wore a Grinch costume. We had Grinch costumes and uh, Christmas decorations. And that's what you saw. We weren't in suits. We weren't. So I think how we present ourselves is very different than anything else people see. And they comment on that. People comment. There's something different about hip real keepers. And there is, and it, and it's not just, it's not just catchy things like that. It's the service that goes beyond the, the transaction. Hmm. There's the transactional service, but there's also the service that's outside of the transaction. It's very different. I'm going to add to her on this, if you don't mind. Um, yeah. Of course. <clears throat> the, we do a monthly postcard and as Jamie's talking about that postcard and there's no call to action on it, which is different than the, Whereas other consumers would receive a postcard, it's a postcard with expectations. And I'm finding that consumers are not wanting to always have an expectation with them. So our postcards are about creating personal relationships, even if it's someone we don't know very well or a complete stranger. We want them to have an insight into our personality before we ever get in the door. So we want a connection there. And a neat story I heard recently about just that one, that Christmas one, because we were all on there in Grinch costumes, and but the children in the family thought we were elves, 
and we hear multiple stories of how they put it on their refrigerator, it stays there all month long. And these children made up stories about each one of us on there and said what our job was with the North Pole because <laughs> we had Santa in the background. Um, and so it's stuff like that, um, experiences like that, that you just don't normally get when you receive a Merry Christmas from, you know, blank hip or blank realty group. There, there's more to it. It's, it's, it's a conversation that happens in the home. It's a conversation they generally carry over <laughs> Facebook and share with their friends. And we now have people ask to be put on our marketing campaign rather than us just <laughs> begging for people to put on them. I like it. So one thing that strikes me about your team, because I saw you guys in Scottsdale, um, and mm -hmm. when you're walking around, you're wearing t-shirts that talk about the team, and it feels very cohesive. Your core values, your mission statement, everything feels um, very unified, and it feels like you're living out exactly what you're saying on the t-shirt. It's not just some platitude. It really is what you believe, and it's a part of your guys' personality, both individually and as a part of a, of a team, as a collective. So I love that about you guys. Mm -hmm. So what, um, you said there's eight people on the team now. Can you tell us a little bit more about the team makeup? It's very admin heavy Okay. <laughs> for a reason. <clears throat> I feel people, people that know Jamie want to be with Jamie. People that know me want to be with me. When I first started with Workman Success, one thing I said to my the coach on the very first phone call was I didn't want to lose Tammy's place. As I built something bigger than where I was at before, I didn't want to lose Tammy's place. I didn't want to become this kind of entity in the cloud that everybody's going, who is that? And um, we see her name, but we don't know who she is. So we built it to be very admin heavy to cover the things that I would say a normal team leader is still involved in and they're not involved on the front. Whereas I want to be involved on the front. I want my agents to be involved on the front. I want us to be with our clients at the important times that they want us there. So we're, we're very admin heavy. So we have someone on the team that does just events and she, she works from even, she started just now working on Hope and Houses, but I would say even down to those events that, you typically would work with them. Um, and then we have someone that works a um, prospecting program on the back end for us. She does everything with that. And then we have um, a transaction coordinator that handles things um, throughout the transaction. And we have our admin and just an office admin. And then we have something that is <laughs> very hip unique. Very hip unique. Very hip unique. This is called Hip Gran. Hip Gran is a grandmother. She's my mother and she is adorable. And so Hip Gran's job is she hired an elderly lady who still wants to make some income. And she mm -hmm. adopts all of our clients that are in the escrow contract period as her grandchildren. And she goes and visits them and she takes cookies and she takes treats. And she, they have her number. They can call on her if they want her. But she is our client care coordinator during the escrow contract period. Um, but we call her the hip grand. And she's a hoot. And she's cute. <laughs> and she's little. 
and she she's just, awesome she's awesome and she loves it so she goes and she works all month trying to decide what she's going to bake for them and but she truly ends up adopting them and um i would say she now spends more time with those grandchildren than <laughs> my children <laughs> nice so events, you have somebody <laughs> prospecting full-time, a TC, an admin, a hip grand, which is your yeah. client care. And then three yeah. agents? Three agents, yes. So how much buying and selling do you do yourself? Me? Mm-hmm. I would say right now, I'm, I don't even know the last buyer I did. You're doing all sellers. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I can't, hopefully none of my buyers hear me say that, but, I can't remember <laughs> but no, it's you, been a while. It's been a while since I, I've worked on the buy side. Got it. So you're only doing sellers hundred percent. Okay. Yes. And what's the goal for the year for your team? The goal for the year for the team is 125 closings. How much is that? And to onboard onboard four more buyer agents. Wow. So. Minimal. So how are you getting that done? And by the way, what's 125? How much increase is that over last year? That is not, don't tell Burl this. It's not quite 50%. Okay. (laughs) So how are you going to do that? So we have, so, you know, some of the people that are going to be listening to this are, they know all about Verl Workman and Workman success systems. A lot of people listening to this might just be individual agents, maybe five or fewer years in the industry. And they're looking at you like you're crazy. And what would you say to them? I mean, how do you go, how do you increase by 50% or in the neighborhood of 50%? It's not crazy. I'll say that. Hmm. It, it's not crazy at all. It's breaking it down to daily habits. And, and it's something the Workman Success System has been very good at teaching me. I didn't have any of that <coughs> teaching, that knowledge, that philosophy prior to this. But it's very possible when you break it down to just what are you going to do on a daily basis. And when you're breaking it down so much, especially since we're now one year as Hip Realty Group in this, as a team of our size, that I can look back and I can tell you exactly what actions Jamie did last year that resulted in her closing. So it's really tracking everything. How many phone calls resulted in her getting a closing? So if she's wanting to double her business, then she just doubles her phone calls. If she wants to double her business, she'll double her emails. Whatever that number is per agent, I'm able to tell you this agent works best by phone calls. This agent works best by emails. This agent works best by doing these specific activities daily. And then we know how much time and how much energy we need to put into that. Yeah, it becomes very much a formula and it's really easy to clear as day. It is. So, so Jamie, tell me about your transformation then. Where, um, where were you at maybe 18 months ago and where do you feel you're at now? 
So 18 months ago, I was a brand spanking new agent. Wow. Um, just, yeah, literally got my license in June of 17. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was a brand spanking new agent and I had no idea um, how to get a client, how to prospect, how to any of that. And so the transformation for me has been huge. Um, and just being able to, to get in and use the system, follow the workflows, follow the um, the task, the daily tasks, and um, has grown my business huge. Oh. Yeah, I, I um, when I put out kind of out to the world my goals for last year, there were a lot of people who said, "You know, you're in your first reel." first year of real estate you you understand you're in your first year you need to be realistic and I said well I think I am realistic (laughs) what do you mean and she's like Tammy told me it was she said I could do it (laughs) and so I just didn't let that be a roadblock I didn't let one year I didn't look and say oh well I'm just a baby agent Hmm. I just said well that means I gotta work harder so What's your, what was your goal and what did you, where'd you end up? So my goal was uh, 4 million and I ended at 375. Yeah. Wow. I just barely, barely. Yeah. 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 So you were aiming for the moon and you hit an eagle. Is that what, the, is that the saying? Yeah, exactly. I did. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. And I'm not sad about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. So what what's your personal goal this year? My personal goal is eight. Wow. All so, right. So, yep. so I'm very curious then as a still new agent, even though it seems like you're <laughs> a veteran doing this kind of volume, what, um, what was the most helpful, would you say, um, in your first Let's just talk about last year at the beginning of last year. What were you doing that you found was the most helpful as a new agent? Um, I think just not being afraid to talk to people, not being afraid to, um, I mean, I did have fear of picking up the phone and calling strangers. So how did you get over Um, that? But I just, I just had to set it aside. I would just, um, I would practice scripts. I think scripts are a huge, huge part of that. Um, even though, even if I'd made 20 phone calls with the same script yesterday, today I sat down and practiced the script before I got on the phone. Hmm. And I just said, this is what I'm going to say. And I knew those scripts and I still practice the same scripts today. Um, and just knowing what I was going to say, being comfortable. And then I think another big portion of that was education. Hmm. Just getting out there, taking, you know, taking classes whenever I could reading whatever I could, um, reading books, um, and just, you know, and then not being afraid to just put myself out there and, and not care what other people thought. I mean, I did crazy videos. Um, I let my personality kind of come out through those videos, um, and put them out there on Facebook and not care what, you know, people were like, Oh my word, what a ding dong. (laughs) So nobody was calling her a ding No. (laughs) That's not one of your Even core values. They're not. So, um, uh, CRM is a hot topic in our industry. Everybody's always wanting to know what 
magic bullet CRM are you using and how do you use it to just magically make all your problems go away? <laughs> and um, so you mentioned a few minutes ago, um, Jamie, you mentioned Realvolve. So how long have you guys been using Realvolve? Not even a year. No. Mm-mm. Okay. No, we started last spring. Last spring, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nine months-ish? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. And do you, how many workflows do you use on a regular basis? Oh, we got a lot of workflows in there. <laughs> lots. <laughs> lots. And I will say, I know you're with Realvolve and all, but truly... Realvolve has been a game changer for my foundational Mm. segment in the business. It has really taken a lot off of our plate. It really, it's almost like having a ninth team member there that Mm -hmm. it does so much of the thinking for us. We use it on everything. We use it to keep up with birthdays. We use it to keep up with our leads. We use it to keep up with our spheres and our contacts with our spheres. We use it for onboarding. We use it for events. We use it for the open houses. We use it for the transaction management. We use it for keeping track after the transaction. Uh, it's, it's been huge. And we had a couple of different programs prior to that, that we were able to condense into one and only, and have everything within one spot rather than leaving this system to system to go to that system. It's it's been a huge part of our success. Hmm. Yeah, I loved this. Um, I just kind of clicked around into in your account and I saw how many workflows you guys have. Um, and it's, it is awesome. I mean, there's so much that you can have automated in the system. One thing I was really yeah. curious about was, um, because of course, you know, automating some of the birthday follow-up leads, staying in touch with your past clients, mm-hmm. all of that stuff is essential, but what you're doing mm-hmm. with, um, agent onboarding is also really cool. Talk to me about that. Yeah. And we've gone, we had one workflow that we were using and then we decided we needed to tweak it a lot. So you'll probably see two in there actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but unless Carly may have deleted this. Anyway, (laughs) so the onboarding is everything the agent needs from when we first contract with them and bring them on the team, but it takes them through, we we do another buyer agent mastery program. So it tracks them through that process. It will notify me when they hit a certain point and then I can follow up with them on their process, on their progress. Um, I think it even goes down to ordering name tags. You know, to remember who and who's going to do that, who's going to be in charge of ordering the name tag. It's it takes them even through live um, <clears throat> live contracts. So they would become, you know, if Jamie were a brand new agent with me today, then what the workflows does is it says, okay, pretend that you're a, you have a buyer and this is the situation with the buyer. How are you going to write that contract? And then they can do that within Realvolve and then bring it to me and, and almost present an offer to me as if they're presenting an offer. And I can see, did they fill it out correctly? If we're talking about a brand new agent, it's a little bit different, but someone who's been mm-hmm. in you know, a couple of years and knows how to fill out the contract, but it takes them through real life scenarios before they get out there in the field. So I'm able to determine and receive the clarity where are they at 
really in their contract knowledge as well as their conversion knowledge and keeping up with their clientele. So I'm able to really get a good idea as to where they're at using that workflow. Mm. I think the other thing it does for those new agents in our team is it also immediately <clears throat> gets them involved in our CRM. Yes. Even though they're not working necessarily a transaction or an open house or any of the other workflows mm -hmm. that we have, it has them daily checking in, yeah. going to the dashboard, seeing what their tasks are. It's starting that habit, that mm -hmm. daily habit of being in real involved and seeing how it works from the minute they're hired. Yeah. So that's setting that habit from the get-go. They're not onboarding over here and doing all these tasks over there. And then, then we're saying, oh, okay, now here's something new to learn and get on. We're starting them with that on day yeah. one. Yeah. And, and that's a great point because many new agents that come to a team, they want to know they're being useful and they want something to do. And if they're left floundering, then they kind of just fizzle out. But it, it does give them something to do. And it even takes them through input five new contacts in and then reach out to them and have the script for them to practice. So it relieves a lot of that from me being one-on-one -on -one with them right in the very beginning, you know, for hours on days. And they can go at their speed and their understanding. Hmm. So what's the goal for um, you, Tammy, in terms of how much time you're going to spend over the next year working your own business versus working on recruiting agents and coaching agents? Do you have a kind of a breakdown? Not, not exactly. I know as far as recruiting, I want to get four good agents. So likely that's going to be six because I imagine two are not going to work out just with what I require as a leader and that, you know, the systems that we use, especially if they're coming from another team where they didn't have that high expectation. And so I, I will need to recruit six to know that by the end of this year, four are going to, four are not going to work out. I'm looking at turning over and we've been using Jamie as a little bit into listings where she's coming with me on listing appointments and I'm still the listing agent to these clients. But as we're moving throughout the transaction, they're hearing more and more from, from her. Hmm. So it's creating a confidence with the client base, the existing client base, in looking to someone else and knowing that they are becoming that Tammy's place and that Tammy's place still there and they can still count on that, even though I'm not physically there, I, I kind of am in, in spirit, but, yeah. and it's been a good transition for that because it's important. I don't want to lose the type of service that I've been used to giving because they're, they expect that type of service and that level of high service from me. So how many hours, um, do you guys work a week? We don't call it work. Uh, yeah. no. I, I mean, I would say we're, we're pretty standard, you know, I would say full time. And I think there, we've been better this last year at being more intentional in our hours mm -hmm. than what we were before. But, um, you know, not so we don't have to find out. I, I'm also very understand that I don't want that type of team. Yeah. I want us to control our schedule, but I don't want 
if you call me after five o'clock, I'm not answering the phone. Hmm. Someone is answering that phone. Someone is going to be there for you. And building the team's been nice because we've been able to kind of pass that around to who's handling what when. But, but nobody's working eight, nobody nobody's working eighty hours. Oh no. No, but I would say consistently we're between forty and fifty hours yeah. a week. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that's ideal personally. I mean thirty yeah. would be ideal, but well, sure. I'd like to have the income and work one, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, hell, so no, that's not really. <laughs> so our what's... families are very involved in our business. So just so you know, there are lots of times where spouses go on showing, spouses mm-hmm. attend open houses. Their families are very involved. That's good. So, um, what's next then? What's um, we talked a little bit about this year. What's uh, in, what's the future have in store for each of you then individually beyond this year? Um, beyond this year. So um, I look forward to forming my own team um, and that's within my three-year plan. Um, I, I want to have my own Jamie team. And just continue to grow the hit brand and, and, and see that flourish. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, is that, are you thinking like three years down the road or what's your time frame for that in your head? This is just magic wand talk, right? Um, ideally by the end of this year, I'd like to be set up to start that process. Okay. So in my third year of real estate, I would begin to grow that team. Wow. So having the experience that I need, the background that I need, everything set and ready to go by the end of the year to, to start that process. Love it. What about you, Tammy? What's what's in the future? Well, I would like a building because we are working at we, we did have an office off site and nobody used it. Exactly. <laughs> They were all in their cars more than they were coming into the building right. to go into the office. So we relocated to my house and mm. it, it's getting a little crowded. So I would like a building. That's one thing. Um, and getting Jamie going on her team. I do want to focus more on that. Onboarding people who want to be team leaders and replicating the team structure with other people. So when someone comes to me, my biggest thing is progress, progress in all areas. So I'm always mm-hmm. talking about progress. Did we progress more today than we did yesterday? Let's reflect. It's always about progress. So I want people on the team that want to progress. I don't want someone on the team that is okay at staying still. And they just want to stay here. They want to go somewhere. They, they want to be bigger and have dreams and have goals. And they want help in that. And I want to help them get there. So I would like to have, and she's talked to me about teams and how to and how to get her own team going. Have it where the agents that come on are on my team, but then can become their own team. Mm. And that's why that. it's not called the Tammy Slay business, <laughs> because I don't want to compete with my agents when they get their own team. That's their team within mm. the team. And purpose it where it's not my name. I don't want to lose myself, but it's not my name because I don't want pe- I want people to be able 
that want to be on her team go go to you know Jamie's team within his realty group. Yeah, I'm. It's awesome. It's exciting that you have that foresight to start it off um, on that foot with that in mind. It just speaks to your core values, and I love how you can just be honest with everybody on your team and genuinely care about their future and set it up from day one mm-hmm. that there's a path for them to stick around. You can continue to work together, but it doesn't just have to look like it does today forever. And that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, well, I just wanted to say thank you so much to both of you for joining us today and spending some time out of your busy yeah. days to share um, some of your transformation with us. We really appreciate it. Um, um, let me know if I can do anything to help either of you in the near future. Thanks, Phil. We will, Dale. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. All right. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.